You're listening to DraftKings Network. On this episode of the Cooligans in the first segment, we are going to be talking about Leicester City. They won. Big shock. I don't know if you've been living under a rock. If you haven't, you probably saw it. Absolutely amazing. A lot of things happening, including Tottenham really bottled it at the end. I think Arsenal is going to go up and finish, and we're going to have St. Tottenham's Day. On segment number two, we talk about the Seattle Sounders. We get an update. Uh, they beat the Columbus Crew. Jordan Moore scores again. NYCFC with a wonder goal from David Villa. RJ Allen scores a goal. And, and we have a great, beautiful meme uh, that, that people are very, very impressed with. Also, the Portland Timbers, uh, Jake slash Jack Gleason, uh, gets a, uh, he's a goddamn war, and he cannot be stopped. Third segment, we talk about how Christian finally talked fast on one of these. We talk about uh, Everton's potential new manager. Who is it? He might be German. We talk about Adam Johnson, what he's up to in prison. Then we talk about what we would have to do to get naked on this podcast. And also, we got a new intro you're about to listen to right now. Someone new. He's a player on NYCFC. All of that and more on this episode of the Cooligans. Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. This is Ian Joy, and you're listening to The Cooligans. You're listening to The Cooligans. You know that already because you heard our <laughs> brand new drop. Oh, yeah. Well, that was exciting. Yeah, we like to add on some people. We, we got just, Jack Harrison. Yeah, I, I think the goal is just to add more attractive man yeah. after more attractive man to yeah. our drops. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that is that has nothing to do with even our podcast. I yeah, mean, yeah. Just, they just happen to be soccer players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some gorgeous people, <laughs> one of which just scored his first oh, goal. We will, we will get into that. Oh, uh, but my how God. beautiful! How was beautiful! That? Love just, the video you made, by the way. Oh my God! Yeah, thanks. With the K-pop <laughs> like effects <laughs> that you added. To RJ it. Allen of NYCFC scored his first career MLS goal. How amazing! Two uh, players scored their first MLS career goals in the last uh, since we've spoken. That's right. That's right. Stephen. Yeah. Uh, Stephen John. John Brian James Mendoza. <laughs> Ezekiel Mendoza. <laughs> Ezekiel Mendoza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very humble dude. I saw the interview afterwards. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, nice, quiet, productive tone. And he seems like he's a bit more cocky of a guy. But it was great. It was great to see. Uh, yeah, on the pitch, he's definitely obviously he has he has a lot of flair, a lot of flash. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, he brings it, boy. So you would think that would be it would be like an Allen Iverson type when right. you talk to practice. Him. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I scored a goal. I'm John Steven Mendoza. And uh, no, get about my face. Good dude, good dude. But RJ, whoa, whoa. I mean, great. Two years ago, he's teaching, you know, substitute teacher teaching kids in Staten Island how to play soccer. Uh, inner city kids. I mean, the. But I'm sure kids threaten him with weapons all right. the time, and he got out of Meanwhile, that. Meanwhile, he got the biggest weapon on his foot. <laughs> People don't know that he got that left, cannon on that left the foot. The inside on the left foot, man. And did you see how pissed? If you go back and watch the video, David Villa's like, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. RJ's like, homie, <laughs> I know you won a World Cup. I know you won a Euro. Yep. All right? I know you won a lot of other things. You won La Liga. You won the Copa del Rey. You won a lot in your life. But homie, your boy RJ got this. <laughs> Why don't you move out the way a little bit? Bring the defender with you. Exactly. And boy, what a beautiful But, goal. you know, that goal happened really because of him. He was he was the... He started he was, the play. To, to take something away from Clyde Frazier, uh, he was the catalyst of the play. <laughs> and he was the precipice of the play. <laughs> he really was. And 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 it's it's so good to have him back. He, he was injured in preseason. Yeah. 
and uh, just a oh, so well deserved. Yeah, so happy for him, man. And man, let me tell you something. Big change when he came out the, when he came off the pitch with that ankle injury. Get yes. get better, RJ. Mm-hmm. You could see the team collapse underneath that. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily uh, you know Ethan White's fault, uh, but you know that you can tell that there was a rhythm. And uh, RJ really good at tracking back. But anyway, we're going to talk about something that, you know, some people would consider to be bigger news than that. I don't know. Maybe. maybe <laughs> yes. Uh, so apparently. apparently. And this was like in I didn't really hear about it because this was in very small print at the bottom of ESPN right. Sports Center. <laughs> yeah. Small. <laughs> Asterix. You actually they told you to go online. <laughs> they, they were if like, you wanted to see hey, what they, the news so, is about. I think something happened in England. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, and they, they put a really long link that you would. It's hard yeah, to read. I, I, I had to take a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I could, then I had to look at it again, type it. Yeah. There was so many little, you know, weird characters that. Also, I had to when get... they mentioned it, they kept mistaking. They kept making mistakes. <laughs> yeah, they every time they mentioned it. Exactly. So uh, Leicester City. After all that, Leicester City. Yeah. Uh, so I learned that they uh, they won the Premier League title. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Apparently, a big deal. Uh, look, guys, <laughs> we've been talking about it a lot. It's it, it actually happened. It actually happened. And for, so, like, we live in this world now. We live in this world now. And this is the only world I know. Yeah, this is it. This is, a, this is, you, the, this is your first year as an EPL fan. So, for you, this is par for the course. This, so, what? So, now, Leicester, Every year Leicester, Leicester City, to me, is the Chelsea. You yeah. know, the <laughs> evil people that yeah. just constantly win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. How predictable. Oh, God. Leicester City, again? Let me guess. They're going to park the bus, <laughs> and Vardy's going to score a goal. But, wow. I mean, when we started uh, when we started this podcast which is right uh, around the time the the uh, Premier League season started yeah you know Leicester were winning a couple games I never even heard the words Leicester City I was talking about how they were going to drop out of uh, the the top four in what top four, top four you they were like they're yeah they're in the top four now but they will definitely be relegated very shortly yeah I, I thought they were gone <laughs> I thought they were gone uh, you know we talked about how Arsenal has Arsenal fans have a song about how we'll go from you know from uh, high to you know to sea to high whatever the the I can't remember now overland and sea just to go see uh, you know Arsenal and that, and the fans chant even Leicester meaning. Like it, that's how terrible of a place it's it is. Just a it's, jo- yeah, they're yeah, a joke. It's the Cleveland of 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 England, you yeah, know. Yeah. And no offense, Cleveland, but like you know, no one really wants to go to Cleveland. You know, <laughs> it's a little blighted. You guys know that I was there, uh, but that's kind of how it's so. So like we even have a joke about how no one wants to go. Well, apparently everybody wants to go there now. <laughs> Lester for is... a Vardy party, baby. <laughs> Did you see the video of the party? Uh, yeah, Christian Fuchs on his Twitter put a great uh, video. Yeah. Of uh, a selfie, the moment they won, yeah. they found out they won the Premier League. Did did you see the Wes Morgan video? I did see the Wes Morgan video. What is happening? <laughs> the slow-mo video of him getting dragged yeah. across his house. On his oh, back. And dra- and Vardy's apartment. A- across the uh, like marble floor. Yeah. He seems to be having a good time. He's His, his fists are in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. He's being yeah. dragged by his feet. Across-, across the floor. Yeah. And just, I mean, in history, when a black man is getting dragged by his feet, <laughs> yeah. it's usually not nothing. They're you, not smiles. They're not. Nobody's yeah. happy about yeah, that. No one. I mean, this is, there's going to be talks afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And usually, uh, you know, uh, countries tend to have a civil war when stuff yeah, like that yeah, happens. Yeah. Typically, there's a lot of arguments. <laughs> yes. Uh, but and I guess, you know, Captain Morgan, first time. Oh, geez. Sorry, <laughs> hit the mic. First time a CONCACAF captain. Yeah. Yeah. First time they won the Premier League. He's a uh, Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Beautiful. <laughs> Jamaica, me want to win the league. It, it, you know, yesterday was a uh, so we're recording this on Tuesday. Leicester City won on Monday yeah. a- after uh, Tottenham 
And so hard for me to explain to my American friends how a team can win by not playing. You know, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I kept I'm like, well, there's points. And yeah. now mathematically no one can beat them, so they win. And like, well, that, that that's that's terrible for the fans. Don't the fans want to see them it win? Is, it is a strange it, does. it is a strange thing and I and you know, I, I it's something when that I so I noticed it the first time or I sort of experienced it uh with uh Serie A when right. uh, Juventus won and they won based on you know, uh, uh, the results Inter, of another team, like yeah. Inter or, or Lazio, or whatever that they they didn't they were based on the results of another team, and they were just sort of celebrating amongst themselves. And there is a thing, you know, it would have been uh, as the American sort of uh, uh, the way we're used to it. If Leicester would have won against Manchester United on Sunday. Then we would have had that celebration right there. Right, you would have uh, had that moment at, at Old Trafford, which oh, oh my god, that would have been great. How great would that have been? <laughs> but there was—I got to be honest though—watching Tottenham collapse was still better than anything. Avery, it kind of, you, yeah, the 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 both images of seeing Tottenham fail <laughs> yeah. and, and Barty having this amazing just party, <laughs> just yeah, turning up at his house for Americans is like, why is that player really celebrating <laughs> Tottenham's loss? Yeah, that that is a that that is. A, that's a thing. That's a thing we don't get to experience here. That yeah. that kind of uh, another team waiting on the loss of uh, of another one. Right. To, the, to the only win way the to title. explain it's like if you know, like to get into the playoffs. If another team loses, you get in, and them watching and waiting to see that. Exactly. You know, I think probably the best example of the Premier League I think was uh, two seasons ago when uh, Manchester City won it in the last second of the last yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, that was incredible. No, that was in four seasons ago. We talked. We talked about this before. Yeah. It was in 2011, I believe, or 2012. Yeah, that's my god. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea was last year. Who was before that? City. United. United. Then that was the first city one. Okay, wow, you're right. Geez, that was four. Anyway, yeah, we did talk about this before. But like, so then you 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 get the elation on the but everyone saw as soon as that happened, we all knew like that never happens and it's probably not going to happen again for a very long time. This is kind of par for the course, you know. Another team goes out and the results of that match equate yeah. to you winning or losing. But I got to be honest, as much as I would have rather seen it happen on the pitch, this was kind of a cool experience because I think this is the first one where it was really social, like video. You know what I mean? Like you really got like we've got we yeah, had the, tweets the in the Snapchat past. era. The, yeah, yeah. It, it was very. We um, were all at that Vardy party. Exactly. That's really yeah. It was very much you felt included. And it was kind of cool. Yeah. The the. Uh, yeah, there the, there's something to just uh, sort of witnessing that. Uh, that made me f- feel like you were witnessing history, but you also witnessing the 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 absolute joy on on each of those players, right? Uh, because you know, sort of miracles can happen on <laughs> on uh, in any particular game, you know, yeah. something. But across a thirty-eight game season, how incredible! Is this that? is it's a thir- every game was a miracle. Yeah, I mean, it's, it it was the miracle on ice every single right. time. They were not supposed to do this. We've said this in the past, but now there's now there's an ending to it. You know, unless someone dies in an airplane crash, this is the ending of the movie. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like this is it. The movie was written, and it really is like it's a script. Yeah, yeah. We watched a script play out in real life, and you know, I I know people don't want to hear us talking about this too much, but this is really like we're going to be talking about this in the next you know twenty, fifty, thirty years. You know, do you think Lester can do it again? 
Uh, the team safe, nobody leaves. If they have this exact I was just team. about to say, you would have to suspend reality and believe they keep all their players. Most importantly is Conte. Conte is the pivot in that entire system. Mm-hmm. He is the pendulum by which that, that team swings. And you could say what you want about Mahrez. You could say what you want about Vardy. They don't have the space and they don't have the room to run if it's not for Conte just cleaning up all the messes behind them. Sure. That team is not staying together. I cannot imagine. Here's the other thing. They're going to get a ton of money to win but they're going to spend all that money paying all their players actual wages. They're what, 22 million pounds for the whole team? You know, I mean, <laughs> so, so, I, so, in comparison to the other team, I mean, 22 million is not nothing. No, but Manchester United's payroll is five times their payroll. Well, it's like the HR department is like 22 million. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> the grounds crew makes 22 million a year. They're like, you guys are chumps. <laughs> yeah. They're not even impressed by Leicester's like, yeah, this salary. Is, Leicester is the MLS All-Stars as compared <laughs> Price-wise yeah. to, to, you know, I mean... Yeah, the Manchester know. City, like, mascots. The <laughs> yeah. little kids, yeah. they, have, they have, like, Rolexes, yeah. and then I even <laughs> they have all this bling that I even little impressed by. Little kids walk, and he's worrying about his BMW i8. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It, it's in, so, so this is what even makes it more this... Uh, I think uh, this is a one-time thing. I think this is it. I've been wrong about them <laughs> so much. See, you know what? What's interesting, uh, and when we started doing this podcast, and and Lester was having, you know, and this is the first time I'm even watching Lester play. Yeah, you didn't know about and the it, past, so I didn't know anything about the past. But I'm watching, it, you know, in in our first like two months, uh, you know, talking about the Premier League. They don't even have a real derby. Like they're they're <laughs> not a they're not a joke. They were just a. Yeah, a they're just another team. team. They're yeah. a mid-table team. You you don't really pay attention to the MK Dons, you know, of the upper <laughs> league. You know, so uh, but we were constantly talking about uh about the Premier League, and when I was watching maybe the first like ten games, I'm like, you know, I was telling you, I'm like, man, that still looks pretty good. I think they're gonna be probably in the top four. This is probably gonna, where it's gonna end up. And you were like, y- you're great. Like, yeah. I mean, the, I just <laughs> given someone who who's who does not have much experience with the Premier League and, and know its history. Right. The way you looked at me after I said that yeah. was like, like, a, like a, I was a delusional human being. Like there was just... That's what I felt you were. <laughs> if I You're like, why am I doing this podcast with this guy? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. know what he's talking about. He's out of his mind. Yeah, there's, there's no chance in hell that that's the case. Uh, you know, whatever. I was even, proven wrong, but I think everyone was proven wrong. I don't think anyone thought this was, was going to happen. At the beginning of the season, I was very much you know, sort of when I was like guessing where where sort of teams would end up on the table. Right. A lot of it was based on like you know their their FIFA ratings on on, on the video game and and like this is what I'm basing it on just because yeah. I know who's good based really on the game. Right. I just I know who's like supposed to be good based on like their global brand that they have. Uh, so there wasn't really there wasn't too much uh, 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 skill based on the how, like how I was uh, guessing who was going to sort of be at the top at the end of the season. But one thing I did notice when I was watching Leicester, I'm just like, these guys are good. I mean, it's just not. And you know, it's funny if you look back and you watch their old matches, even when they were in twentieth place, nineteenth place, they had more skill than what their thing was. But it's also you know the. This is a tough league. Yeah, over the course of a season, this is not supposed to happen. You can yeah. have a couple stretches, four or five games where you're like doing well. Yeah, 
But to do it for the entire season, the big clubs with the big money are the ones that really they're can just, endure. They're more prepared for for that. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you even look at you know European players, guys like you know Mesut Ozil. Man, when he came in, it's a tough league to be able to withstand. You play games through the entire winter. You don't get the break like you do in Germany and in other countries. Mm-hmm. You play through the whole winter. You, every team is physical. There's a lot of there's no parity like there is in the MLS. But you know, a team like Stoke. You know, yeah, that's yeah. a tough team to play. You know, the old joke, oh, but can you do it on a cold, rainy night in Stoke? You know, I mean, it's a tough it's a tough land base to play in. It's tough across the board uh, to be able to see a team like this do this. I, I, You know, so many people have said it in many more beautiful ways than I'll ever say it. But I think it's a complete shock. But it also, I think, goes back to someone like N'Golo Conte, where I think you can see the difference one player can make. I mean, look at Arsenal. Look at how much they changed, uh, you know, when uh, Francis Coughlin came in and just solidified that defense, central defender, midfielder. If you're going to be playing a 4-2-3-1 or anything similar to that, your defender, your central defender, your midfield, defending midfielders are really important to sort of bridge that gap between the midfield, especially if they're far up. So you look at someone like Everton, I think that's one of the positions I think you guys are probably uh, could use. Oh, you know, desperately, desperately need. And you could also see like someone like Adela Feu when he comes in and he's able to stretch the defense a little bit. Everyone all of a sudden gets a little bit more room. Everyone's FIFA rating goes up, if you will. Sure, but you know? I mean to to Lester's credit, Lester did this in the most simple way. I mean, there was there's nothing fancy about their game. No, uh, they, now this is two years in a row where the team that sits back. And defends first and attacks, counterattacks, wins the league. Because Chelsea was parking the bus. And I know we're not they're not technically parking the bus, but they're pretty close to it. They're not out there playing tiki taka. Yeah. This is two years in a row. Is this the new style of uh, of soccer now? Is well, a, I mean, Atletico Madrid's looking really good doing the what, same thing. What tends to happen, just like, uh, you know, the NFL does this a lot where, where you know, well, I think we spoke about this before, but what, uh, when a, a team starts doing well, uh, you know, other teams start to mimic them. And I think that's going to happen a little bit because there's no excuse for these billionaire owners, like for the, these clubs with billions of dollars that they can infuse and get the best players on earth. Yeah. There's no excuse at this point uh, to not be doing... Leicester, sh- Leicester is, is it's a miracle that, they're, that they won the Premier League, but it's also a goddamn kick in the face to yeah, the other, to everyone to else. Because yeah. it's like... This is, I mean, obviously, if you're just, if you're an owner and, and you spent, you know, nearly a billion dollars yeah. uh, to, to, to get your club to be sort of where it is on, right. on the planet, and you you just want a return for your investment. Right. So the Because you're not going to make money. No. What you want is you want the success. The You're pride. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. These, for, and, you know, to these billionaire owners, this is not where they make their you money. You know what this is like? This is like a billionaire who goes out. This is like a guy who goes out and he buys like a really expensive race car or like a really expensive car convertible. He's doing it for the girls. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He knows he's not going to be able to sell that car for that same money. As soon as he drove off the lot, he lost 50K. Okay. <laughs> exactly. But he gets it. And this, what this is, is like a guy in a Honda Civic driving by, <laughs> right? Getting blasting he- music. Get, getting head. Wiped. From like six different women. <laughs> Where are they all in that car? You know, and he's all alone yeah. with his hair plugs and the drop top Maybach or something. I don't yeah. even know if they make a comfortable Maybach, but he's got that. And he's like, what's happening here? It's fr- it's frustrating. He's like, that's sick. They, they, these, uh, look, the owners are going to be looking at uh, at their managers and being like, yo, what is what is going on? Because you're, yeah. you're embarrassing me. Son, 
How much am I spending for you to not get beat by a Civic? Yeah. So I mean, and we, which is a completely rational question. So because you spend you spend a lot of money, you would you expect championships in return. That's that that's lo- absolute logic. But uh, I I do think it's really incredible. The, really, the way Lester won. Uh, on on uh, t- I mean the Tottenham Tottenham against Chelsea, which right. was a, a game where uh, which is you know it's 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 a derby, right? Right. It's yeah, a derby. yeah. It's not the same as uh, the North London derby, but no. it, it, it it's definitely significant. And Chelsea, uh, well, I, I believe it was Eden Hazard who said specifically, and he quoted, "I do not want Tottenham to win." No, the they Premier hate League. each other. They, they hate each other. That so. goes back to the '60s, so it's not really modern. Mm-hmm. But if you, I don't know, you don't recall this. You might recall this because it was international. Remember when uh, Roberto Di Matteo was the manager of Chelsea for like half a season, and they were not a great team, but they managed to win the Champions League. I don't remember. This is what three years ago now. Three, four years ago, Roberto Di Matteo came in midway through the season. This is right before Jose Mourinho was hired. In fact, Jose Mourinho was hired to replace Roberto Di Matteo. Roberto Di Matteo did the exact same thing Claudio Ranieri did. He came in and said, okay, look, guys, we've tried a lot of different things. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to defend and we're going to counter. They had guys like Drogba, though. They had Ramirez. They had, they yeah, had Lampard, speed. Lampard was there also. Lampard was still there. And I think uh, uh, David Luis was still there. And he's really good going forward, especially at that, at that time in his life. So he said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sit back. We're going to let them make mistakes. And then we're going to spur the attack and it won and they won the champions league but they weren't in the top four and this is what happened uh uh, arsenal finished third tottenham finished fourth but because chelsea had won the the champions league and i believe seventh place they took the fourth the automatic bid and so they took fourth and tottenham didn't get into the champions league and that was like the oh my god first of all amazing if you're an arsenal fan where you're just like i can't believe (laughs) somehow magically through this wonderful rule you're not getting in the champions league but it, it renewed the fire that was this really deep-seated hatred from way back in the day between Chelsea and Tottenham. But Tottenham had a new... I mean, Tottenham's biggest rival's always been Arsenal. Arsenal and Tottenham, because we're right next to each other. That's the real derby. Chelsea, because their history doesn't really have... You know, the big the big, the big big thing is that they don't have any history. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Um, whatchamacallit. So, like, you know, everyone's like, ah, Chelsea. But if you go back, this is big for them. So I can't believe Eden Hazard took it upon himself <laughs> to to really just throw jet fuel on this fire <laughs> and uh, say, we don't want time to win there. Which, as an Arsenal fan, we were like, well, thank you, Eden Hazard. <laughs> I didn't even see you there so, and with it, those flowers. And there, there is that comp, those, those complex emotions mm-hmm. uh, to root for Chelsea. You know, especially as an Arsenal fan, <laughs> I can't, I can't explain to you how difficult it was <laughs> to root for Chelsea. But I wh- put a couple memes up, yeah. You know, but it was, it was hard. And when the Eden Hazard goal went in, I'll be the first to say, and I know a lot of people are going to say that this fucks, this makes me like a bad uh, Arsenal fan. But I was excited. I was excited because this meant the doom of Tottenham, <laughs> and an enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> yeah. So. The, the the game on uh, Monday uh, afternoon uh, in America, Monday night, obviously in the UK. Yeah. Look, it looked like the first half, Tottenham up 2-0, a goal by Harry Kane and a, a, a goal by uh, Sun. Oh, I, forgot, I forgot his last name. Sun. Sun. Sun Hung, Hung Min. Min to my app. Uh, I just go, come on, Sun. Damn, Sun. Damn, like, Great son. goal, Sun. <laughs> yeah, you got that goal, Sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i hope they do that to him um yeah <laughs> so uh, b- b- great game great game 
just incredible uh, match to watch. Just, I mean, obviously, so much at stake, and you know, Tottenham, they know they have to win. And I've and, never seen anything like that collapse. And Chelsea. I mean, they did what they do. Diego Costa just got under everybody's skin. It was <laughs> Everybody. so, I mean, it became, Everybody. it became, I thought it was going to be a goddamn knife fight in the middle <laughs> of the, <laughs> in that second half. So, I mean, this is not Tottenham's game. They are not a, they look, I mean, it, it, I, I don't want to call them soft because they, I don't think that. No. But when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, a heavyweight title bout nah which is diego costa which is, yeah, this ain't their game though that, you can see that they folded fit, like a like a manila envelope <laughs> <laughs> yeah, under that pressure it, they yeah. turned into origami they got i mean look chelsea they were they were they told themselves we will not let you win. I mean, no. that, that's really all that happened. They won on the pitch and they won the on, in the mines. They, psychologically, they the, yeah. yeah, they got under their skin. And let me tell you something. As an Arsenal fan, this is a very far-fetched theory. But we now, we've talked about St. Tottenham's Day is when Arsenal is mathematically equated to not finish where Tottenham can't finish above them. And I know Tottenham looks like they're world beaters, but three points ahead with two matches to go. Yeah. Now, if you're Tottenham, you're thinking, well, they're playing great. What are you talking about? But... Deli Ali suspended for the rest of the season. But for the yeah, the punch in the, the gut punch to ya- to Jakob, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Deli that, that was Deli Ali. Yeah, Dembele with the eye gouge. Yeah, it's not even allowed in UFC. Can't do yeah. it there either. Come on, <laughs> you know <laughs> you the place should... where murder is allowed. <laughs> eye gouging is frowned upon. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no fish hooking. No yeah. eye gouging. <laughs> Vorm was probably going to be suspended for some of the punches or, or just the fight that happened. He's the backup goalkeeper. Yeah, there was a. If you don't know, if you haven't seen this, there was a scuffle. Yeah. Uh, at in, the, on the way to the tunnel. Yeah, halftime. Yeah, which William was still involved in, but it looks like um, I can't remember the other play, but Danny Rose. Shoved Gus Hiddink, Grandpa Gus, <laughs> down the stairs. That's obviously not allowed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He after after Hiddink fell, he he pressed his life alert button and yeah, yeah. he got help. But he was he had to- fallen and he couldn't <laughs> get up. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To the opposing team's manager, as much yeah. as you may want to. Yeah. You can't do that. And then there's still the thing of Pochettino coming out onto the pitch. Apparently, you can't get suspended for something you weren't carded for during the game. Okay. Or you weren't whistled for. I think. Sure. He tried it. to break up a fight between Willian and Danny right. Rose. But he stepped onto the pitch while the clock was running. You're not allowed to do that. Exactly. But apparently he's going to be fine. But the way it looks like, they're going to have four or five players suspended yeah, for possibly the rest of the season. So if they have to drop points from both matches. If they win one, that's it. That's over. They're finishing second. But Arsenal has a slight chance if they win both matches a finishing above Tottenham, and we will have on this podcast a celebration of St. Tottenham's Day <laughs> if it happens. Well, is there a particular uh, sort of uh, uh, cultural thing? Is there a, like some sort of celebration, yeah, a thing that you do? Tottenham's crest and we take a shit on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we just, uh, we, th- that's when we say North London is red. That's, okay. Usually it happens if you win the North London Derby, which right. we did I not. I didn't know if there was some sort of tribal. Am I supposed to paint my face red <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. dance over a, yeah. a, a Tottenham jersey? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to eye gouge a Spanish, <laughs> uh, Brazilian. Uh, uh, let me tell you something. If that happens, it would be very uh, improbable. But, uh, oh, my God, would I be so happy that it happened? You know, I, I think the only problem here is uh, I do think it's very plausible that yeah. – Tottenham can drop points mm-hmm. in their final two matches, given uh, all the suspensions that uh, <laughs> are you know that that are looming. But 
hoping Arsenal will win the final two matches. That's where. Ooh, that's I don't be, know. Wilshire's be... back. You know, Colin Chambers looked good in the few times he came in. They're not. They also. I mean, Arsenal. You know, they won their last match. They're not particularly. They're not crushing their opponents. Look, so. the next match is Manchester City. Manchester City has their sights on some other stuff. They yeah. kind of don't care where they finish right now. They're in the Champions League, and I feel like they're going to finish top four no matter what. Uh, but the last match is against Aston Villa, which is essentially a practice. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't think Aston Villa is even going to show. Yeah. Okay. And if they're there, they probably didn't show. Uh, I think we're going to be just fine. I think we're going to be fine. I think we can draw and win. And if Tottenham draws both matches, that's enough for us, right? That's five. They're three. No, then we would be tied, would we not? No, we would. Have, they're you, three points ahead. They're three points ahead now. No, oh, yeah. Arsenal has to win both. We have to win both. I think there's a shot. Needs to drop points in. in 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 both or one? In, oh, in both. Yeah, if they win. One, it's over. Yeah, oh, they win. Right. So we have to win both. I think we could do that. All right, we'll see. Actually, if we draw and win, and they lose both, we win. That's that is true, dude. So, so there's, yeah, it's, so there's a way out. Even if we just draw to uh, Manchester possible. City, it's possible. We'll Actually, see. Actually. Yeah, that we have to at least draw. <laughs> I imagine I'm like, actually, we did it already. It was just, I, I got to be honest. This would be the greatest turn of events. <laughs> this would be. I think the I think the Kirby Alexis party would would be bigger than the Vardy party. <laughs> I got to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Physically, for yeah. sure. Can we? Can we? If if this, can we drag me if, across the floor? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, it would require too many people. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I. You know what? I put it up there on the team, and I got to be honest. You hit a home run. You hit a home. Run, but you know what? If if this does happen, what I would love to do is do the same Christian Fuchs video, watching whatever game result is happening, and uh, and then and do that to have that same exact celebration. Not a problem. Uh, consider it, it done. If, that, <laughs> if it happens, consider it done. Oh my god! Uh, all right, so uh, let's uh, let's get to our second segment. Uh, yeah. We can talk some. Uh, MLS stuff, and uh, we'll uh, you know now that the Premier League is over, we have uh, there's a lot of stuff uh, to look forward to, especially in the summer, uh, the Copa America Centenario. So we'll uh, give a, f- a few predictions on oh, on that. And uh, for our break, I completely forgot about this last week, so I apologize to Spencer Davis. Uh, but Spencer Davis of uh, ESPN 710 Radio over in Seattle um, has a uh, Seattle Sounders break for oh, us that's coming great. up. Nice. Yeah, so that's we're gonna play that. It might be a week outdated, but uh, <laughs> want to hear what uh, Spencer Davis has to say. Um, and uh, really cool. Uh, thank you for doing it and uh, listen to this. And then we'll be right back and we'll talk about Copa Centenario. Seattle Sounders, after an offseason full of speculation and rumors that concluded with the departure of Omokumi Martins and the arrival of Jordan Morris, had a rough start to the season. But all, so- all signs are pointing to improvement right now as the Sounders are undefeated in their last three matches. And Jordan Morris scoring his first goal has clearly been a boost in the dressing room. The defense is rather solid, aside from a few hiccups. Brad Evans and Chad Marshall have formed a great pair in central defense. For the first time in a while, both fullback positions look excellent. The team's current form, plus the addition of an inevitable new signing in the near future, means that Seattle should be just fine heading into the rest of 2016. Thanks, uh, Spencer, for that. That was great. Yeah, Spencer, thank you so much. Uh, that was uh, you know, sent to us a few uh, maybe a little while ago, but uh, you know, uh, Seattle Sounders kind of went on a little bit of a rough stretch there. Looks like they lost three in a row. Uh, they recently just beat Columbus Crew. Where the first game that they lost to in that in that stretch was against the Vancouver Whitecaps, two to one. Who 
We were just at the NYCFC game. Yeah, NYCFC uh, just played against uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps. They came to Yankee Stadium, and uh, we got a win at home. Oh, uh, what? For both of our birthdays. How amazing. It <laughs> was on your actual birthday, the day before mine. Mm-hmm. Nice gift for us both. Yeah, NYCFC was like, you know what? <laughs> Vieira. Vieira's a big fan. La- last uh, last year, uh, we didn't really get them anything. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's do the right thing. Let's do this. <laughs> and uh, here we are. I mean, what what could be better than a nice win? And I think in the last since our last podcast, we've had two NYCFC matches. That's right. Uh, the there was a midweek game against uh, the Montreal Impact, Limpact yeah. de Montreal, and uh, and the Vancouver Whitecaps. The 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 Wednesday game, which I did not go to, you went to. Yeah. And let me tell you something. The energy was incredible for a Wednesday game. Yeah. A lot of people showed up. It was the, yeah. it, it was our first midweek game of the season. Yeah. I think the number. It was twenty three five, if I'm not mistaken. On a week that wasn't that wasn't the case last uh, season. No, no, no. There was a couple rough, rough. Yeah, a ones couple. There. You know, there were maybe like definitely less than twenty thousand. Yeah, I think one of them was eighteen, which was still pretty good for a first season. But but uh, a midweek game, that's a lot of people. And dude, let me tell you something. For a while there, they didn't have that many shots. We held them back. We look like the better of the team. I still wouldn't say. I would say this last match against the Vancouver Whitecaps is probably when we had the most confidence. Yeah. Um, there was something about our team. We seemed to have been, we seemed to be gelling. We seemed to be going in the right direction. We talked about how. Except, except uh, you know, 12 seconds into the match when <laughs> Josh Saunders gives up a goal. Yeah, I, he did not look great. Uh, and again, I wasn't there in the first half because so thank you, Oscar uh, Martinez of Brownback, telling me that you could find parking around Yankee Stadium. And I happened <laughs> to have my car. So I was like, you know what? There's no way out of it. I got to drive to it. Yeah. But I'll be fine. No, no, that, I wasn't. That that statement, there's clearly like, like, yeah, there's definitely parking around Yankee Stadium. Clearly sounds like. A lie, which yeah. I, which I don't know how like you would trust that sentence. He said he drives, and I think he just gets there like two and a half hours before the <laughs> yeah. game. Anyway, yeah, just two and drink. a half hours early. Yes, you can find. Yeah, parking so that. my mistake was I was there during the first half, <laughs> uh, so it was clearly late. Um, dude, I had to go over like three bridges just driving around in circles around Yankee Stadium. It was absolutely insane. Anyway, long story short, I missed the first half. So all I know is I get in my car, in my aunt's car, if you will, and I'm driving, and I go, oh, I think the game's about to start. And I looked down on my phone, and there's an alert that says. Uh, Vancouver's already scored. <laughs> How did that happen? What was the goal? Do you remember? The goal was, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I don't want to remember it, but I do remember. It, uh, it was a, <laughs> a, a pass back to uh, to the keeper, Josh Saunders, and he he did um, what Steve what Steve Clark right from yeah. uh, fr- from uh, oh, Columbus yeah, yeah. did. He just took an extra touch that he didn't need to. Uh, and I, f- I forgot who ended up scoring. It was just like a like a big skirmish. He, the the ball ricocheted, and I forgot who kicked it in. Uh, but all he had to do was clear it on that first touch. But he took he took one touch that he did not need to. Again, this playing out of the back thing. It's is, yeah. Well, it, it was gonna burn us at some point. It seems sketchy. And you know, look, I'm willing to give up a goal if we end up winning the match, and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. So by the time I found parking in front of two different uh, fried chicken joints, come on, Bronx. <laughs> Come on, stop being Scotland, Bronx. <laughs> what is happening out there? I'm not saying you get a sweet green, but come on. Two different next to each other? <laughs> Were they the same restaurant and split like the Isle of Lucy episode? I have, how do they both stay in business? <laughs> I know, apparently. You would, you would think the competition right. would hurt at least one of them. They're going to start dropping the price. It's now a, a dollar, a dollar for <laughs> per piece. 
How is I just I'm like, come on, man. Uh, but anyway, it was like two hour parking, two hour limit. I was like, you know what? I'm only going to be up there for a half. That's 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe 10 minutes afterwards. I'll be fine. So I just hit the max button and whatever. I walked in. But I got to see Steven Mendoza's first goal, which was absolutely amazing. You did, but you missed David Villa's wonder goal. The karate kid the karate. goal. <laughs> oh, my what God. What a volley. Uh David son, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sensei David, as I call them, oh, uh, unbelievable. I mean, it was Yankee a, Dojo Stadium. You know, it's just from from the from NYCFC. We don't we how many set piece goals have we even had? You know, in, in their existence, there's been a couple. Um, you know, when Villa was taking the the free kicks, he well, he mm. made two last season. Yeah, uh, as far as corners, I think we've only maybe produced. Maybe two or three goals from corners. Yeah, and and they've been you know like you know not they don't look like they were planned on the training ground. Exactly, but this one, oh my goodness, a total planned to perfection, looked amazing, uh, a, a perfect uh, you know corner kick from uh, Andrea Pila, of course, of course. Who and uh, why to, even mention it to the far post, like kind of uh, away from the box, uh, 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 away from the eighteen yard box. Yeah, and. And Villa just jumped in the air. Yeah. And there's a great, if you look on the NYCFC's uh, Instagram page, there's a great still of him just the, doing the karate kick in He's the air. parallel to the ground. Look, he looks like Luke King attacking yeah. Sub-Zero. Just yeah. <laughs> with his, Get over here. <laughs> with, with his kicks. Uh, and and, and it, it took one bounce, and it went right in. It was gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, the replays are great. Slow motion is incredible to mm-hmm. watch. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's... There's something happening with this team. So we talked about last year. Uh, we went through one win and then an 11 game winless streak, and mm-hmm. it felt like we were. I mean, the record was pretty. You know, the the record was exact up, almost up until up until this last Very win. Very much so, yeah. Um, and one thing that I kept saying, I kept saying, it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm frustrated like everyone else, but didn't it seem like the confidence was building within the team last year? I got more and more like disillusionment. You know, like it, it and the team just seemed to. Sp- to splinter further and further this year, like especially, and I know you weren't at the Wednesday game, but there was something about that game where that we gave it up in the last second, but it still felt like a win for some reason. Like the fans were upset, yeah. but it still felt like our our system worked. We we made one mistake, one and mistake, and we, all, all, you know they, the NYCFC only gave that one goal yeah. in the final. Yeah, is and it- it's to Arduro, which by the way, as soon as he came in, I looked at Rob Hobson. I was like, and this is it. The guy's so fast. <laughs> yeah, I was well, like, here it is. There, and he scored. And, but you know, you have to give. I, I think the difference is in, in the mentality is Patrick Vieira. I think he's really changing the mentality and the culture and just right. just that that. That belief that they d- didn't have to go through that same winless, winless streak. And they're, they're, look, defensively, yes, there's mistakes here and there, but they're giving up less goals. Uh, they look s- slightly better. I mean, th- that th- that's as much as we can really say. They look right. slightly better. Yeah, they're not dominating. Yeah. You know, uh, David V is still frustrated that when, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, time after time. But there's time after time. But there's, uh, there's progress. So that's uh, at least a good sign. There, there's movement forward, and yeah. that's more important than Kirby giving me the finger right now for singing that song. Uh, <laughs> there's movement forward, and you know, again, like you said, progress. Isn't that all you ask for? Yeah. You know, especially you know the good thing about the MLS <laughs> when you're in our position, bad if you're someone like the Colorado Rapids, is that really Colorado Rapids being the top of the West, um, these games don't matter as much. You know, <laughs> it's frustrating to say that because in in every other league, every game matters. Yeah. It doesn't really matter right now. I mean. 
because we have a playoffs, I would say the first 10 weeks are kind of like a preseason. You know, you can't get I mean, you can't lose every match. You're not going to be able to come back. But we're, we're in the mix. I mean, we were in last place in the East and we win one and game. And now we're sixth. And now we're sixth. And we're tied on points all the way up through fourth. So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, Orlando City, D.C. United and ourselves have 10 along with the New England Revolution. Um, our goal differentials where we're sort of held back a little bit. But uh, I don't know. I'm kind of excited about the way the season is progressing. I don't think we're the best team in the league, but we're starting to see like David Villa didn't look like he had to do it all himself. Yeah. It was really incredible. Yes. Yeah, Steven Mendoza, him getting a goal really alleviated a lot because he comes in. Sometimes he really collapses on, on tracking back for defense, but his pace is electric. Yeah, NYCFC was the better team against uh, against the Whitecaps, without, without a doubt. Without a doubt. The, 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 the two goals that the Whitecaps, Whitecaps did get were one on a penalty. Right. Uh, that Saunders even stopped, but the, the you know the, the 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 rebound, the rebound, they got that, uh, and then it was just that one mistake from from Saunders. So that's a good sign. So Sa- Saunders is what you're saying. Well, Saunders, we wouldn't have even won the game, and NYCFC would not have even won if Saunders. I don't know if you saw that that save. He had that one save. I forgot. Incredible. It was just. In- unbelievable that was uh, look he makes mistakes but then he also uh, gives us some miracle saves and with the, with the back line that we have we you know he's our he's our uh, he's our we have a five-man back line technically yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's just he, we need him so yeah oh my to- god he's our he's our sweeper <laughs> at this point and you know uh if 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 he does get benched i know a lot of people are articles are coming out how is it that I mean I know he makes mistakes, but our backups got to be terrible. <laughs> Eric <laughs> yeah, Johansson's got to be not so good <laughs> if we're keeping him in while he makes these mistakes. And the thing about him, and this is the thing about Josh Sanders, he makes mistakes, but he seems to make up for them. You know, incredible saves. He seems like a captain out there. That yeah, he's like a, a a net zero. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, just like yeah. he's gonna. We're not yeah. gonna. Uh, we're not uh, guaranteed. You, but he that, buys you dinner. You know? We're not guaranteed a clean sheet, but he's he definitely stops really good chances. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you know, and that's and uh, that's like most sort of keepers. I mean, he, it's NYCFC. Moments of brilliance, moments of insanity. Exactly. You know, uh, who knows? I mean, some other teams that are enjoying some success. Toronto seems like they're doing pretty well. They're at 11 points. Yeah, uh, Portland uh, played against Toronto in a really, really great match. Hilarious free kick goal. Was of, on his birthday. On his birthday. Which, I mean, <laughs> seems to be the MLS thing here. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Valeri got that uh, great goal. Uh, but really, P- Portland would have been nowhere without... <laughs> Jack yeah. Gleason. The stone wall that is Jack Gleason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Not Jackie Gleason. No, not Jackie Gleason. <laughs> Although he'd probably stop a few goals uh, just standing there. Uh, no, Jack Gleason was, as they say, standing on his head. Yeah. Uh, he, it is. The, the NHL playoffs are going on now. He could he could play in both nets. Yeah, I think he blocked a couple <laughs> of slap shots just in this game. Uh, he is... Uh, he is absolutely. I mean, and you know what's funny? Like he's the backup. Quarase. Quarase. Quarase was the, the starter. Starting keeper. But he is a he's a monster, man. This guy's six foot something. Well, and and to give Toronto credit, they 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 peppered him with so many shots and good chances. Incredible How many, headers from within, like five were, feet out. Uh, Josie Altador had a open header right in this. I mean, by he, the way, that's the same Jack Gleason is spelled exactly the same as the guy who played the the king on Game of Thrones. Yeah, oh, okay, King Joffrey. So oh, yeah. I go to look him up, and <laughs> I'm like, that's not him yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, no, Jack Gleason didn't get poisoned. That yeah. net. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, no spo- You can't spoil something from three seasons ago. Oh, Jake Gleason. That's why. Oh, I've that's been calling right. him Jack. It's Jake. It's Jake, it's no Jake Gleason. My fault. Wait, hold on a second. So you just knew King Joffrey's character's name, uh, actor's name. God, you really are. You, wow. <laughs> I don't want to say the word nerd, but I just did. Uh, Go for it. Proud of it, dude. I Gleason is six four. Uh, he's. I think they might be. Joffrey. Joffrey is much shorter than. Much that. shorter. <laughs> he's from New Zealand. I just assumed he looks like a midwestern guy. He just he's a mountain of a man. But man, he he was blocking everything. In fact, we put a little uh, video up of it on our Instagram and Twitter and our Vine. Yeah, just a couple of his. Yeah, saved, yeah. Because that, uh, he he built the wall strong enough. Trump wants him on the border. You know? <laughs> that the the shot that Bradley took, which was a rocket, which was an absolute rocket, and he. I mean, he parried it away just like, I mean, it was definitely, it was a great dive, but just a, it, it was a, uh, a a dive that he was co- completely aware of the trajectory of the ball. Right. And it was, th- it was so fast that you would think, you know, sometimes you dive and just hope you get a piece on it. Right. But he had the, he, he saw it so well yeah. that he was able to push it away in, into like a, a better position. He seemed fully prepared for the situation where I think most keepers would have been <laughs> freaking out. There was a, the, I mean, the the header that hit the post, uh, and then it came back down. And, and he came he back down. Kicked it, and he kicked it with his foot. That was, that, I mean, it's uh, you know, I, again, some if you get guys, if you haven't seen it, go to our Instagram, go to our Vine. Great display, at yeah, man. Amazing, yeah, amazing. But, you know, people are, like are generally think the MLS is just uh, just a lower quality, but you see right. stuff stuff like that, and you're like, oh, these. It's legit, yeah. Yeah, the Mendoza short corner, short post goal, oh uh, Villa's goal, Gleason, Valeri's free kick. Uh, every attempt Toronto made was world class. It just took a world class keeper to keep it all out, and you saw that with Gleason. And we were talking about this: the Euros are coming up. Toronto is going to be missing some players. So is NYCFC. That's right. Yeah, uh, obviously we know Bradley's going. We know Josie's going, right? So that's mm. two players for Toronto. So, but but that's not that's the Copa America. Copa not, America, not the yeah. Euros, well, yeah. the two different competitions. Yeah, yeah. But Sebastian Jovinko. Yeah, he he, he got called he's into got the called up team, to which the is incredible. Team. Yeah, you know who else? The who? man, the myth, the legend, Andrea Pirlo. Oh my God, El Maestro. So uh, I mean, he he was already benched once. Yeah, by Patrick Vieira. So. And although now I heard that it was to give him a rest. Okay. So I don't know that it was like bench because you didn't play well. I, it's got to be hard to hear that. If you're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you, are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> Do you know who I am? I mean, that's like me going to a sandwich shop and they'll be like, dude, I don't think you know how to order. I'll be like, you see these people around me? <laughs> I'm their idol. They have my poster on their wall. Uh, so, yeah, they are getting. So NYCFC and, and Toronto uh, missing. I mean, that Toronto especially. That's brutal. That's. Every DP. That's every DP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so surreal. Like, they're losing literally every for a month. Gone. Yeah, for a month they're losing every DP. Yeah. Uh, if if NYCFC lost Villa, Lampard, who would, what's uh, what? The what would we do without? Lampard? I wonder what would we do. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> let's say we lost Andre Pirlo and David Villa. What I mean, Mullins would start up front, right? No, probably Mendoza would play in his position. Because he's short and fast. Uh, well, but Mullins would be the center forward. Mullins would be a center forward, sure. Yeah, but but Mendoza wouldn't play that. that position. Just behind him would be Mendoza. I think Mendoza would be more central. No, you keep him I don't on the think wing. So. I think he would be on the wing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He is fast. Keep and him Ky- on the wing. Kyrie on the other end. You, someone else who got called up to uh, the Copa America, um, Matarita. 
Oh, Matarita, yeah. Mix and Matarita. Mix yeah, and I mean, Matarita. we're going to be missing well, quite they, a bit here. Mix is on the 40-man roster. He's not on the 23-man. Right. So there's a chance he may not make yep. it in the 23. And then, so there's, yeah, so there's also a chance that Jovinko doesn't go and, uh, you know, Andre Pirlo doesn't make the 23-man roster. I don't roster. see Pirlo not going. I can't imagine someone telling him he's not. You know. Yeah, you're just, 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 he's that, just like, so just I, stay, the, I stay in my vineyard? Is what you're saying? Just the stare alone that he would give <laughs> yeah. you. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> You hear it in your head. You hear the conversation in your head. <laughs> yeah, that telekinetic ability. Yeah. <laughs> and he I... doesn't say he's mad. He's like, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> and then you, then you change your mind. Yeah, you're like, I'm very disappointed in your mistake. It's already been. It's already considered <laughs> it's a, a mistake. I've, 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 it's been addressed. Yeah. Uh, I'm... You know what? You're the manager. <laughs> Why am I bleeding out of my nose? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're the manager. Bro. I apologize. I'll stay home. Uh, Antonio Conte is like, I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> by the way, it was this guy. <laughs> he yeah. like points at someone else. Uh, so, yeah. So, it is going to affect, uh, I mean, a lot of th- that. This summer is going to be just going to, who knows, like, sort of, the, I think the table is going to bump up and down. Yeah, lot. I think it's exciting. I mean, we were talking about Matarita going uh, with, um, was it Costa Rica? Costa Rica. But the, you know what? I'm not worried because RJ Allen will step right in and in, into that spot. Beast, but, well, I mean, other side. So Iraola will have to step into that side. <laughs> but uh, dude, Matarita, man, he is all can, over can, the pitch. Can we talk about one thing real quick about sure. regarding NYCFC? The very public Frank Lampard uh, hatred. There's been a lot of... Uh, it is palpable. But very, very palpable. Uh, amongst the NYCFC supporters, there have been a lot of articles. People, uh, there was an article um, out of the UK. I forgot the... Art, uh, the Telegraph. The Telegraph. That's right. Which is a big paper. Not small. <laughs> really just saying, really hoping that, uh, it, and it seemed like an open letter to Frank directly. They yeah. should have just emailed it to him. But it, it really said, it really just said Frank should uh, be just buy, be bought out and leave because he's costing NYCFC a valid, valuable DP, DP spot. And after that article was released, NYCFC supporters have been really agreeing hard uh that same article called him the worst signing in mls history yeah which is rough to hear especially hard to recover from from a legend like that i can't imagine it's easy to hear i know he really wants to be back there but does he i mean i look the fans I, are giving him stick like he doesn't want to be there uh i believe he does you know again that time at manchester city that was it that was it. and i didn't want to believe it was the death knell i wanted to believe that Oh, okay. It's it's just a little gap, and it's he'll be fine. He'll be coming back, and then he didn't. I didn't think it was going to have this lasting an effect. You know, he was in preseason training, and everything seemed like it was going to work out. Man, it is is absolutely a dumpster fire. Whenever you talk about Frank Lampard, yeah, and it seems like he's just old. I mean, I I don't know what what he's not recovering. I it seems like. You know, they're not really describing what his injuries are. I mean, it's like, what, a quad, a calf or something? Thigh strain. is. I, yeah. I hear calf a lot. And, and, and on the injury reports, he's showing up just as questionable. So I, there's some improvement, but he obviously... Supposedly he's going to start next match, or he's available next match, supposedly. Uh, okay. So, I mean, this is... You know what I'm kind of concerned about? And I think would, which I think it will be weird, but I think when the first time he plays in Yankee Stadium this season... I think he will be booed. What do you mean think? It's pretty obvious. <laughs> it's going to be It's going to be Someone was wearing a shirt, Alexis Rivera, the Spider-Man, he yeah, was wearing yeah. a shirt that had the old Drake mixtape says if you're reading this, uh Frank Lampard is probably questionable. It said on his shirt. I mean and he, and he was thrown out 
a few people were thrown out for like anti Frank sort of chants at the last game. No, they weren't thrown out because of that. I thought I, thought, I think that's what it was. I mean that that's sort of I'm it's all speculation. That's what I'm reading from like Messy Facebook and stuff like yeah. that. But it, it's but regardless the 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 anti Frank Frank Lampard movement seems to be picking up some steam. Wow. So that's like a it's a it's concerning and and there's obviously there's valid points when. The one thing I find interesting is, uh, you know, Patrick Vieira is basically asked this, asked about Frank at, at every opportunity, every yeah. post game conference, and Patrick uh, sort of keeps that. He he answers a little politically, but you can sense that he doesn't. It feels like he he doesn't really believe in Frank that much. Yeah, I got to be honest. I don't know what he adds to the team. You know, yeah. what, what is he really going to do if he rushes back? Let's say he's healthy right now and he comes into the team. I'd rather Jack Harrison get those minutes. You know, when Jack Harrison gets healthy, I, I don't Poco even. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. There's, there's no real way to justify. What is it? Bravo. You're going to sit Bravo. Who's out there just throwing himself all over that pitch. Yeah. What are you going to do? This team is starting to gel. I don't think Frank's going to get a lot of burn on this team anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're Frank Lampard. Go back to Chelsea and start managing. Give us that DP slot, and we'll probably sign Iker Casillas for no reason. <laughs> and he's too old. But uh, you know, I can't. I can't see a world where Frank Lampard comes in and we're better because of it. Yeah, and that's a shame. It's hard to accept that. Yeah, it's a shame because obviously he was what the second signing. Yeah, uh, it, it's a big deal to have Frank Lampard on your team. It, it is. was a big deal signing when it happened. Yeah. And the fact that he hasn't, yeah, he hasn't been fit. He's not healthy, and and basically when he has been playing, you're not like you're not wild by his ability. No, I the one thing I do like about him is his ability to sort of. They say that he's been sort of managing from the sidelines. He's been helping and and in training through all the preseason. So many players were saying how much he's helped them in training. You know, and and you have a guy who's won a lot. You know, so you do yeah. want. But I mean, all right. So you should have been hired as a coach. Get out of here. Give up. Give up the TP slot, man. We only have three. Can we? Get, is there Tam? Is there? We, we need. We need Lamb. Lampard uh, allocation money, so we can get him. Yeah, we can pay him, and then we well. and we're good. Why don't we do this? Why don't we get to our third segment? We were going to talk about Copa Centenario. Why don't we do Centenario and the Euros next week? Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, we got some. Uh, we the groups are up. There's some amazing things that I think are going to happen, and uh, some shocking names for both groups. For both, uh, for both competitions. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? Why don't we tell you a little bit about how you guys can win a uh, Roughneck scarf from uh, a Roughneck scarf from Roughneck. <laughs> uh, you can win a USA scarf from Roughneck to get you prepared for that Copa Centenario. We don't want you out there with that old logo. Oh, boo. You walking ever, out with that old cheesy-ass graphic. Girls are going to be like, yo, look at this loser with the old-ass logo. Come on, son, with your old, <laughs> old-ass logo. Your logo got a walker on it. You don't need that. You got to walk out with that new. Yo, your, your, old, your logo got great pubic hair son come on son yeah Yo, you mad old yo your logo got is on a pension <laughs> oh, y'all don't need that, that that wall street is gonna steal <laughs> yeah. with their mutual funds yeah this <laughs> by the way uh these women that watch soccer are very advanced <laughs> politically uh economically savvy savvy women and their burns uh are all wall street journal financial times based burns i don't know if you know that uh but what we want you to do is we want you to we want to swag you out we're the cooligans. You've seen our photos holding these scarves. 
you want to roll with the Cooligans, you got to look good, baby. Very much, I mean, yeah. You see how the three of us look? Superstars, okay? <laughs> so Roughneck Scarves, they're going to send you a scarf. All we need you to do is what this next uh, break is going to tell you. So listen to this, and we'll be right back with Kirby's Corner. Now let's find out what you have to do to get this awesome, comfortable USA scarf. All right, so for the Cooligans giveaway, you want yeah. if if you want to win a USA scarf to take to your Copa America Centenario game with you, all you got to do is create a video letting us know what your favorite USA soccer moment is and just send it to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. That's it. It could be anything. It could be your favorite moment watching. It could be a story about how your dad took you to the first match. It could be about anything at all. Maybe you went to the World Cup in the 90s. Anything at all. Your favorite moment, the most important moment for you in national team history. Men's, women's, it doesn't matter. Youth, it doesn't matter at all. Share a video with us. Make sure you tag at Soccer Cooligans. Tag Roughneck Scarves, spelled R-U-F-F-N-E-C-K-S-C-A-R-V-E-S. Roughneck Tag scarf. both of those, yeah. and then make sure you use the hashtag Cooligans USA. If you only do one thing, use the hashtag <laughs> Cooligans. Do all three things. Yeah, yeah. But the definitely most important because if you don't hashtag Cooligans USA, we will not see it. Yeah, we won't be able to find it. So Kirby's going to be pulling these all up. He will be using hashtag. Cooligans USA, and that's on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. We'd love to interact with our fans a little bit more and see some, uh, you know, some cool videos that yeah. they can make. And for make us. it creative. You know, you could show, do a replay. You could do stop motion. You could just talk directly into the camera. Yeah, hire Pixar if you feel like uh, <laughs> creating your own, like USM, uh, 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 you know, USMNT uh, recreation. Right. That what type of processes you got? You guys got? <laughs> huh? You got, how yeah. many cores you got? Yeah, or, or do like a forensic file reenactment uh, and get higher actors and. Or give us your own color commentary or your own call for any specific goal or anything that happened any video favorite national team moment for the usa we want to hear it and if we love it well our favorite we're going to pick and that's who's going to get a absolutely free u.s uh, national team scarf from roughneck scarves again that's roughneckscarves.com kirby's corner Oh, Kirby's, Kirby's Corner. Kirby's Corner? <laughs> what a weird stutter start, but we're here now. We're here. We are, we yeah. are. Let's do this. So we're here, a uh, lot of stuff to talk about. Can I guess what the first topic is going to be? <laughs> you, you, would you like to guess? I'm going to assume uh, that it's going to have to do with Lester winning the league. Uh, it might, might okay. go on. You're on a roll. You're on a roll. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. No, go ahead. Tell me what it is. Jamie Vardy's lookalike yeah. <laughs> was escorted uh, forced, escorted away from confused Leicester City fans. They thought Jamie Vardy was out in the streets celebrating with them uh, and eventually got on the team plane or the team bus, took a picture with Jamie Vardy himself. It is eerie how similar they are. He's a bit younger. You could see he's a little younger, but I mean, even the hairline is exactly the same. You know what? I, I'm looking at that picture. Do you know who's who? And I couldn't tell who was who. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's scary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this, uh, yeah, it's an amazing yeah. picture. Well, the the lookalike is the one wearing the shirt. Yeah, is wearing the the, uh, yeah. the Leicester yeah, shirt. Yeah. Usually players don't wear their jerseys just out, like on the team bus. I totally yeah. would. Though. I mean, yeah, it's not even a game day. Yeah, yeah. You're not wearing you're not <laughs> no. wearing your work. Uniform. It would it would be strange to wear your work uniform yeah, on, on an, an off day. day. <laughs> yeah, that's not. I mean, well, there's some officers that have done it in the past, but uh, well. yeah, yeah, that's not. Not something you do and did you you know there's a neymar look alike in scotland right 
in Scotland. There's a Scottish kid. Scottish or, 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 exactly. Or, or do you mean Astoria, Queens? Because no. I'm sure I've seen plenty. <laughs> Hundreds in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds. Take the subway at 3.30 and you'll see a ton of Neymar Juniors. Juniors. Uh, no, but there's a Neymar Scottish Junior kid. Junior. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Uh, there's a Scottish kid who looks exactly, shockingly enough, Scottish. Looks Scottish exactly kid. like Neymar. Yeah. But he plays it up. Like he's a, he's a professional soccer player too, but I think he's in like the third tier young guy. Okay. And uh, he plays it up. You know, he'll go out and uh, there was a video where he like made out with women who thought he was Neymar. So it's like, <laughs> I don't think kid. you should be putting this on the internet. That's what Neymar does. Neymar just goes out and just <laughs> yeah. makes out with a bunch of strangers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> does he By have a way, Scottish accent? Kid, would you be able to prove that he doesn't do that? Because it sounds believable. Yeah. Neymar's just like, bring me the pastiest of your Scottish people. <laughs> yeah. I will kiss them. Neymar's like, I'm tired of these women with appropriate curves <laughs> yeah. and, and melatonin in their skin. Is it melanin? Melanin. It is melanin. Melatonin melanin. is the thing in that's your brain that makes, makes you sleep. Makes sleep go to sleep. <laughs> Which you get when you eat Scottish food because well, it's all deep fried. Boom, yeah, well, that's, more, that's uh, more of a Bill Cosby thing. That's why he focused yeah. on it. <laughs> oh, boy. Speaking of sex oh offenders. Boy. <laughs> Already. Adam Johnson was attacked in his prison showers after yelling... Do you know who I am? Hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Is this true? Was this he... is true. Metro that... reported it. Well, so kind of true. Metro reported it. Yeah, <laughs> which means it uh, probably didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, well. But was, uh, he, was he just abused or? Well, he was beaten up in the prison showers after refusing to clean the hair out of the drain. When he was another prisoner said, hey, clean the hair out of the drain. He said, do you know who I am? And then was promptly clocked. Oh, good. Yeah. Good for him. I just want to say that. He's like, do you know who I am? They're like, yeah, you're the pedophile. Now go ahead and clean the hair. <laughs> I just want to say that there are many, you know, many men who live with women who do this all the time and they do not, this is not how they respond. You no. know, <laughs> you're not, women get their hair stuck in the drain all the time. And yeah. for the most part, you just pick it up and just throw it away. You put it in the toilet, put it in the garbage. Not me. I use I use tissue because it's disgusting. <laughs> There's wet hair. Is but we terrible. can say we can say that responding by uh, by punching the so, pr- the 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 offender is yeah. probably not the way to. Although know, I will say, I if my wife asked me to clean the drain and I said, "Do you know who I am?" <laughs> she probably would punch Punch-y. me in the face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I think someone just asked us, will the Chicago Cubs be like Leicester City? Uh, it's still I technically so. a soccer question. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, hopefully the Yankees are more like Leicester City <laughs> no. this year. No. no. Well, the Cubs are not really. I, w- I don't. I don't know. I guess they they've hundred and some years without winning. Without winning, but they they ha- it's not like they haven't made the playoffs or they haven't been close or Leicester City hasn't been in the in the top four. You know, a couple of years. Let me tell you this: much. <laughs> if Leicester City, if if the Chicago Cubs were like Leicester City, they'd still be in the third tier. They'd be in single A baseball if we had a league exactly. like That's Leicester true. City had to play in. Chicago stunk for a very long time. But let's go Mets. Uh, what a great playoff uh, last year, Chicago Cubs. You uh, couldn't win one game, but you, you guys are great. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Yankee fan. I got nothing to talk about. Uh, what's the Cubbies. next topic? Uh, you. Everton needs a new manager, apparently. What do you think of this, Christian? I mean, they don't technically need one because they have one. So uh, do they want a new one? Then probably yes. Would you be interested in World Cup winning coach Yogi Love? Because that is what, uh, again, the Metro is reporting. So take it with a grain of salt. Uh, They want uh, Yogi as the Everton manager. His credentials are amazing. He's won. He'll probably bring a gang of Germans with him, he which will. either scares you, that statement, or 
makes you feel like, dude, your team is going to be pretty legit. And here's the thing: remember, uh, Jurgen Klinsmann has been given a lot of credit for how we turned away the turned around the German uh, division with yeah. the German team. Apparently, Jurgi Lowe is the one who really did most of the tactical work, which has been proven by watching the men's national team for the USA. Uh, but why would why would he leave Germany to? To manage, I Everton. think. I think That's most just, this is you a, won the and World Everton Cup. is interested in him. Okay. I think to be honest, I think everyone secretly wants a club job after they've already done. You know, it's like it's the national team is like a goal of yours, but once you've done yeah, it, so you, you want to get back in the club game. I mean, you like uh, you know Sampioli down in uh, in uh, Chile. The people kind of want to get back into the club game. They don't always want to be the national. Miguel team. Herrera. Yeah, Miguel Herrera. I mean, you know, I think it. it Bruce Arena. Bruce Arena, uh, you know, Bob Bradley, not a decision he made on his own, but, you know, he's now at Le Havre, uh, which is where uh, Le Havre. Uh, yeah, you do it. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's where Mars is from. Is from. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sure he's so, he had them. I, does it sound intriguing? Yeah, but obviously, uh, you know, watching Germany play uh, the goddamn robot, robots that they are, those, those machines <laughs> yeah. uh, that just dominated the World Cup. Boston so, Dynamics version of soccer. <laughs> if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Google Boston Dynamics. It will blow your mind. I will too. And scare you your future. It's, uh, it, it is intriguing. I guess I, I, I don't see him leaving necessarily. Especially, I mean, the Euros, maybe after the Euros, if... If that's like a thing okay. he's willing Why to. Why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's possible. One, one last hurrah. Look, honestly, if it's possible. If he wins the Euros, I think it would look, be. Look, after that Everton FA Cup loss, <laughs> you can just put anybody in there. I yeah. just want <laughs> to see what they'll do. I'm just curious now. How wild would it be if Roberto Martinez becomes the German national team coach? Whoa. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Whoa. Trade, trading places with happen. Eddie Murphy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that just wouldn't <laughs> happen. Just wouldn't happen. It's Freaky Friday, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else you got, Kirby? Now, a player has... Get it out. Very get humble. it out. He's get very humble. <laughs> but you wouldn't normally think of this player being humble. Mario Balotelli missed a penalty in their 3-3 draw against... Shocker. Frosinone. Okay. I hope that's good. Um, and he phoned up the chief executive at, Mil- at AC Milan to apologize for the penalty miss. He is currently uh, on loan at AC Milan. Yeah. Does this show a change in character that Liverpool may want to bring him back? I mean, if you're Jurgen Klopp is different. Brendan Rodgers couldn't handle him. Jurgen Klopp, I think, could. Jurgen Klopp has the father-like slash cool uncle-like demeanor that maybe someone like a Balotelli needs. But the idea that Balotelli is still somehow... Joy, like connected to Liverpool is insane to me. He clearly belongs in the Assyria. He's happier being at home out there. Uh, there's zero reason for him to come back. Um, I would take him back if I were, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, I would take him back if I were Liverpool because I think he's a master striker and that's something you need. And, you know, I'm tired of seeing this stupid Sturge dance. Uh, but other than <laughs> that, there's no reason. And like uh, someone just said on our Periscope, phoning in to apologize. Yeah, that is very European football. Uh, you know, Also Canadian. Very Canadian also. That is. Well, apologizing is Canadian. Yeah. Uh, that's where we got they it from. They invented it. They did. I think uh, Balotelli, from, from my understanding of him, he just seems to be a little too sensitive for the Premier League. But also, he's also been attacked more than almost any other player. There's right. something there's something about uh, uh, when people sense that somebody has like a weakness or a vulnerability, it seems like the British fans just go they're like, "Oh, you have a we there's a slight angle that we can just really get you." And they don't stop. 
you know what it is? I don't think it's a sensitivity. He has the cockiness of a slot on, but doesn't answer it. And that's where you get picked on. Like Nicholas Bentner is another one, you know, who got picked on <laughs> relentlessly because you can't walk around and say you're the best and then not do it. You know, Zlatan Ibrahimovic said he's the best. And then every time he kicks the fucking ball, it's like, did he score a bicycle kick from a half, <laughs> half down the pitch? Then, yeah, he's met he's met his own expectations. You can't make fun of that. You you admire that. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, so someone like Balotelli who walks around like he's the king, crazy haircuts and he wants all the attention on himself and then he doesn't meet it or has moments where he meets it but then he you could see he just just lets go of the game in his brain i think that, that leads to what the, you're i think the about. reason i have a little bit of sympathy for him is because of like the barrage of racism he has to deal with yeah, <laughs> yeah. i i mean i look i don't know why both kirby and i just watched that yeah, quick, like, but so this, uh, whatever well, it makes sense for me but yeah for <laughs> you i mean you are from the south uh you are from below the mason dixon uh but i to be honest i mean it, it's terrible and it's disrespectful but it's also something that it's not you're not immune to it because you're in a league versus another it's happened wherever he goes it's terrible and it's disrespectful and it's shameful everywhere it happens but at some point you have to understand that that is going to happen. I appreciate it if it goes away. But if you're Balotelli, you have to be a professional, as difficult as it is, and let that go away. You're not the first player to experience it. You won't be the last. Yeah. Yes, it's like... uh Jackie Robinson, like right. so in in forty two. That's that that was. We get it. We, you know? <laughs> oh, they don't yeah. like you. <laughs> Big shock. You know, if I was out there and they kept throwing churros at me, I'd be like, yeah, this is disrespectful. Also, thank, thank you. you for the churros. <laughs> oh my god. It was amazing. Yeah. I don't even have to order these things. <laughs> my manager would be like, get off the pitch with the churros. I'm like, they're throwing it at me. Apparently, I'm a fan favorite. I'm a fan favorite. Why is everyone wearing I'm Mexican rooting for hats? him, though. I'm rooting for him. I hope he does well wherever he goes. It's yeah. just. Yeah, I agree with you. Remember, he famously had the, the, the that shirt under his uh, under his jersey. Why, so, yeah. why, why always me? me? Why? Yeah. yeah so well, now you know. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't know, now you know. He's a trivia. I mean, say the other word. He's a. Uh, I, I didn't. He's, he's like a, a device sort of figure because he's he's polarizing he's polarized because people hate like i mean frankly i think it's just they hate that he's confident uh meaning like it's it's like not deserved that his confidence is it shouldn't be coming uh they don't like where it's sort of coming from and i mean it's definitely they just hate a black dude that speaks italian i don't know i i think it's just just too much sexiness going on here he's got abs (laughs) and he speaks Italian. it's so threatening especially for the brits they're like this is too much for our women yeah yeah (laughs) you need to get out of here get out of here right now (laughs) yeah balzali's just you know uh a darker cam newton i love when he hugged his (laughs) when he hugged his grandmother who's a white, a woman white woman, yeah, from was, Italy. You know, they were the first thought. Everyone was like, "Get your hands off that woman! Get your hands <laughs> off that old woman!" Everyone, this woman is being attacked. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> trying to kill this old, this beautiful nonna. <laughs> <laughs> was making Ironic- cheese moments before this happened. Ironically, in the tongue of Ferguson, <laughs> uh, Oh, my God. Okay, I get it. I get I what you're saying. Yeah, that's um, right. Very uh, nice. <laughs> you, mentioned, uh, you mentioned Nicholas Bentner before. Yeah. He's in the doghouse of Wolfsburg right now. They <laughs> but want- it's probably the dopest doghouse of all time. <laughs> it is. Nicholas uh, Bentner. Lies about carbon emissions and uh, all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they w- the person they want to replace Bentner is Olivier Giroud. Olivier Giroud. Good riddance, you beautiful man. (laughs) Get off of my team. You haven't scored on the pitch because we know you're probably crushing it off the the pitch. But on the pitch, you haven't scored in what? Nine, nine, 12 matches? Something crazy like that? Get off. Get off Arsenal. 
Done. Move on. I, I, we won't take Nicholas Bender back, but Nicholas Bender, I think, would have a great career in the MLS. Don't you guys agree? <laughs> I don't know anything probably, about it. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> if you I don't know, know, Nicholas Bender said that uh, him, his father is his agent, and uh, both of them said that he was the best striker in the world. Um, yeah. Lord uh, Nicholas Bentner. <laughs> Lord Bentner is his nickname. He is he is Balotelli's cockiness with, at one point, Slatan Ibrahimovic's haircut. And that's the only comparisons I can make with the <laughs> soccer player with him. He is about as and uh, and Nani's skill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not a great player. No, not at all. But he can. He does have a nose for goal. He can score. Um, he doesn't have the consistency. I think he would be incredible in the MLS. I uh, don't want him at NYCFC. No, no, I want to be clear Let's on go, that. Let's go to the Red Bulls. Yeah, is this the rumor of who they might sign? No, I'm I'm just speculating. Okay. That's who I would like to see him go to. Did you hear that they they're going to try to sign Miroslav Klose? I did no, hear I that. Hear that. that yeah. was a couple months ago. I heard that rumor. I didn't know how yeah. uh, solid it was. Oh, it was close. It was really close. It was pretty Ooh. close, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I was prepared to make that pun. I, even I thought it was terrible. And I'm uh, glad you did I have, it. I have no Once again, pun and wordplay. Always appreciated here on The Cool Again. Yeah, yeah. feel free to uh, throw some puns in uh, on Periscope. We will, we will yeah. read them on air. Yeah. Uh, last thing. La Liga is really interesting right now. Barcelona have not yet wrapped it up. They're neck and neck with Atletico Madrid with two matches to play. This is the most exciting league in the world right now because the Premier League has wrapped up. Yeah, this is exciting. And after what just happened, Atletico Madrid could win the double Champions yeah. League and La Liga. Holy. Which would be crazy. But Atletico are their uh, their coach, their manager is uh, will is suspended for the final games because of uh, the little incident where he threw a ball uh, back onto the pitch. Right. Oh, yeah. So Simeone will not be. We're, it, we're, and he might be suspended from the championship final, final after that because he was with very the... clearly on camera, just playfully shoving <laughs> the the um, one of the officials. The officials, yeah. He wanted to put a, a sub on, and they well, it did was, not let uh, him. It, was he, is he an official or just the guy that holds the number board? Oh, he's the fourth official. He's, a, yeah, he's, he's the, the fourth, fourth official. official. Okay. Also the first fan. <laughs> well, he he pushed him because he was upset that he didn't uh, get in the substitution. Like, but it wasn't it wasn't a push like I'm going to fight you. It was a push like Come on, do your job. Yeah. So I kind of feel like it was an Italian. Push. You got to raid on a curve, but of, uh, of yeah. passion. If you're if you're let's say you're at a restaurant, you order your food. The the waiter's taking a little a little. Too long to bring your food, yeah. and you call him over like, "Hey, how long is the food gonna?" He's, he's like, "Look, five more minutes." And, and then you, you just, push him. and then you push him <laughs> yeah. like, "Yo, come on, where's my food?" Yeah, you're gonna get thrown out of the restaurant, <laughs> regardless mean, of how lightly you push. You them. might not be allowed back in for a little <laughs> while, so yeah, I no. can see him getting suspended. <laughs> Julie Herms over on uh, Periscope says Barca will win La Liga again. I mean, isn't that boring if that happens? Wouldn't it be great to see Atletico Madrid, the most improbable double? Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, and just the, the the comeback because Barca was supposed to have it. This Barca was supposed to have this wrapped up months yeah. ago, two months, and ago. then they went on that little skid. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, and and out of the Champions League. So that this is all they sort of have left. So I know that they're look the last few matches they've been humiliating teams. Yeah, yeah. It, what eight next... nil eight nil against like Celta Vigo? I think was yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a, one of the matches. So clearly. They're a little bitter about uh, how the last. They're, they're trying to make a statement. <laughs> so, uh, look, do uh, do they have the best chance to uh, win La Liga? I think so, but 
you know, they have to they have to get those results because Atletico doesn't look like they're going to be dropping any more points. Soon. Absolutely. No, I mean, Barcelona plays Espanyol next, uh, this upcoming week, and in the last week of the season, they play Granada. Atletico Madrid have Levante, and then do, 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 Celta Vigo. And is Real Madrid just like one point off? Yeah, they're close too. So who knows? Anything can happen. Anything can happen. It's exciting. La Liga is exciting. A lot of people say it's not. Uh, you know, they have a little bit of a tighter top uh, three. Yeah, but that's yeah. Where, that's really the issue. It's just like the top is is yeah. exciting and There's fun. There's a mega drop. At off. least in the Premier yeah. League, I, I can watch Stoke West Ham and I, and I'm actually excited about the game. It's a, yeah. it's a it's an entertaining. Celta Vigo versus yeah yeah. Celta Vigo versus Real Sociedad. You're like ooh, ooh what's uh yeah. <laughs> who are these people? too many syllables? Well, like, Why do they always man. let the fans play? Oh no, these are professionals. <laughs> what? Yeah. So go ahead. Uh, what else happened out there in the world of soccer? Let's take it. Let's take it back. We started the podcast with Lester. We started the segment with Lester. Let's end it with Lester because, damn it, they deserve it. Igor, our big fan out of Portland, is riveted yeah. right now. <laughs> Gary Lineker. Yeah. The, er, earlier in the season, said that if Lester won the title, who by the way was the last twenty goal scorer for Lester for City. Lester City, yeah. Uh, they said he would be hosting match of the day in his underwear. Now he's going to have to do that. So wait, in Bri- wait, wait is, in, in England, what's underwear? Is that is that was that a swimsuit? Is that a uh, they call it uh, those pants? Yeah. I don't know. Tidy-wadies. But it's probably some thong, <laughs> some thong speedo you buy in a tube. Yeah, who knows? The words yeah. are so different. I don't know why he's going to be. I think so, he's going with lingerie. I think it's lingerie. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> All right, Gary. All right. Gary looking Gary. good. Gary. You're love the, love yeah. those yeah. eyes, Gary. Damn, son. Where'd you learn to work in them walking them heels? <laughs> so my question regarding this, what would have to happen for either of you to host the Cooligans in your underwear? Uh... <laughs> this is a great question. <laughs> is it is it like Arsenal winning the title? If Arsenal win the title, I would gladly host the show in my underwear. <laughs> gladly, I would I would feel bad for all the losers, all the listeners we lost. But, I mean, uh, Periscope viewers. I could yeah. I could say if Everton won the title, I wear would wear my underwear, but. That's not even. I'm never going to be wearing my underwear on the show ever. That's not going to. He's not happen. wearing any underwear right now, ladies <laughs> yeah. and gentlemen. I would say. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say. I'll even if if Everton make it in the top four, I would wear my underwear top on the four. show. Okay, I want to say Everton. Please don't ever make it on the top four. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I I, I, will, I will say if Arsenal win a double, uh, a league and FA Cup. Yeah. I will. I will do cool. I'll take back the league. I want them to win the league. But if they win the Champions League. Happily. So, no, so, but these are so difficult. These are not like just about as difficult as Leicester City winning the league. Why do you think yeah, Gary exactly. Lineker said that? <laughs> so, uh, so I, now, I just really want to be my underwear guy. Yeah, yeah. So now, can we, I just take my clothes off right yeah, now? Yeah, go for it. Christian Belanco's like, it. if Everton buys a player, <laughs> I will. If gladly. Everton sells Lukaku, yeah, hundred percent chance. <laughs> uh, so, do we want to shake on this now and have that be? A permanent. Well, uh, I think shake on it. That, we put it on both. Yeah, we, it's, it's on, it's the, on the internet. Or it's on the podcast. I yeah. think for sure. If Arsenal wins the Champions League, tune in. <laughs> You're about to see a lot of boxer brief. <laughs> if Arsenal wins a uh, a league and FA Cup double, hello, ladies. Okay. Right. And if Everton makes it in the top four, <laughs> which is not even, it's not. That's not impossible. No, that's, but I'm, ju- but I'm as, hoping it is. It's 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 as unlikely as Arsenal winning the Champions League. That's yeah, <laughs> that hurts. That hurts a little. So bit. yeah, if Everton make it in the top four, next I'll... year all three of these things are going to happen, <laughs> and we're just going to be standing here in our underwear. It's like 
Don't look below the nose. Don't yeah. look below the nose. Just asking, why are we getting so many hearts on Periscope? Yeah. <laughs> or, or if uh, uh, NYCFC, if NYCFC wins an MLS Cup, we all yeah, are in our underwear. Fine. Yes. <laughs> why is That's that? That's it. You got. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to learn to love your body, Alexis. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I love it, body but I don't positive. think anybody else. I think everyone else has <laughs> to learn gonna, to love it. They're gonna. God, they're gonna love we've every lost, second of we've it. We've lost uh, viewers <laughs> just by just by talking about our bodies. <laughs> just mentioning this, we've lost viewers on our Periscope. All right. Uh, this has I, been. I, uh, I, I will not watch that episode of uh, Gary Lineker's Man of the Match. A moment, uh, whatever I'm, match I'm of the day. I'm gonna DVR that. Just study up. Yeah, just make sure. Yeah, just watch. See what he does with his chest hair. I got to figure out my strategy. You know what? Why don't we ask Roughneck Scarves to send us a couple more scarves to cover (laughs) ourselves up, (laughs) just to cover ourselves up in some important areas. Yeah. You know, uh, look, guys, this has been one wild episode (laughs) of Cooligans. Uh, A lot of exciting things have happening. I've happened are happening. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah, tune in uh, next you. next week we'll uh we'll do some uh Copa America Centenario stuff and the Euros that yeah. both happening Ooh. in June. So this summer is gonna be really exciting. Really exciting summer coming up. So the look and MLS is heating up. NYCFC is looking good. Some of these teams Finally. are looking great. I mean, come on, this is really it's gonna be a great summer. So I know some of you guys tune off to soccer now. Summer sixteen. Uh, Summer 16. Right. Views. Views. And the From Olympics. And we got the Olympics. Stop talking about uh, <laughs> the Olympics. All right. We're talking about views. Come on, son. We Lem- views. Lemonade. Go by America Centenario. Euros. The Watch only things that matter. Watch lemonade. Views and lemonade. <laughs> the only son. things that matter this, this uh, summer. Christian is Becky with the good hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Alexis with the better hair. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on on, uh, on Twitter, at not Alexis, on everything as at not Alexis. And now on Snapchat as Alexis yeah. Guerreros. Oh, uh, and you can find us on Snapchat as well. Yeah, uh, look for Soccer Cooligans on Snapchat. We've been doing stuff there. I'm on Snapchat. I haven't made anything yet. Oh, oh, Snap Polanco. Oh, boy. Oh, you oh, like it? God. No, yeah, you like that. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I actually, it. this is one wordplay that I'm not a fan of. <laughs> yeah. We said it's always loud. We found the exception. There we go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TheKirbyT. You can find me on Instagram at TheKirbyT. On Snapchat, I, ha- I don't know my Snapchat name. I All honestly right. don't. Well, I'll, I'll post find it. it next week. I'll tell you. Yeah, you just uh, type your name. You could find it. Yeah. Well, Kirby guys, Pate. this has been a very fun episode of the Cooligans. Cooligans!